Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama. What's going on, Drama Free Beer Radio listeners? Uh, we have a great show for you. First, before we get into it, I'm going to introduce uh, myself. You all know me. I'm Chad. Um, one of the co-hosts here. Uh, unfortunately, our other two co-hosts are um, busy today, otherwise incapacitated, and um, they'll probably be listening in later. Um, but I do have Steve. You're familiar with, with Mr. Goodhand here. Um, he's on the line with us. And uh, as a special guest to, to get into our special Tampa Bay Beer Week edition of this podcast, we have Mr. Andrew Hill, who has been um, in the thick of it this whole week. Um, how you guys doing? How you doing, Andrew? Uh, doing all right. A little tired, but uh, uh, looking forward to tomorrow's events. Steve, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, Andrew, thanks for joining us, and uh, I'm sure you're definitely tired being down there. And thanks for taking uh, you know, an hour or so out of your Tampa Bay Beer Week to chatter up with us. Yeah, no so, problem at all. Yeah, so we have a tradition here, as as this being a beer podcast, Andrew. You got anything in your glass? You drinking any beer? Yeah, I'm actually uh, just poured a uh, Calusa uh, Zero Zero Double IPA. Uh, nice. Hops. Nice. I I uh, that that's the place you you're usually at on Thursdays, actually, right? Yeah, we had to take the week off though. Everybody's uh, busy doing other events, so. Understandable. I am drinking a Top and Goliath Golden Nugget out of the can. This is a actual Decora Sioux can. Um, I can tell you it is phenomenal. I've been uh, sending those out to you know everybody. Uh, Steve, what you drinking, man? I just opened a Magnify. It's an IPA from New Jersey. It's called Lurching Toward the Sun. Towards the Sun. It's uh, you know just like a standard Imperial IPA. It's really good. It's over a month old at this point. Actually. Probably about six weeks old, but it's drinking great. I got it the week it uh, you know, released, and it's coming even. It's just as good now as it was then. You know, some IPAs, man, they 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 do take some time to settle, and and you don't get that, you know, the best. You know, I drink some of my IPAs a month later, and I can swear to I swear that they're they're better than off draft. Um, yeah, a lot, so of, a lot of people say magnify. That's that's the case for this this specific brewery. You give them a little bit, and they end up getting better. So. I usually keep one or two around for a month or so. Absolutely. So real quick, um, we had a logo contest. Um, you know, sent, design, design us a logo. We send you a bunch of beer. Um, we had a, some really great submissions, actually. I was I, I, Not that I doubted you guys, but uh, I, I was getting worried there for a while that uh, we weren't going to get anything, but people have lives and, you know, things, things go on and people forgot. But uh, we got some really great submissions. And we decided on one. Um, if you go to our Facebook page, I have made it our logo, not the cover picture, but the logo. And um, it, it looks really great. I, I'm very impressed. Uh, the, the winner was C.J. Weatherford. Um, he is listening right now. I did confirm before the show. So, Steve, uh, C.J., thank you very much for designing it. Thank you for those last-minute uh, um, touch-ups and, and additions to the logo. Uh, it really pops, and, and we could not be happier. So we are very thankful for you participating. Um, we have your address. Prepare your porch. You're going to get a bunch of beer, and uh, you're going to enjoy it. So uh, thank you very much. Yeah, With that I being, loved it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we both commented on the same one, actually, right, right at the yeah. same time. Um, exactly. That being said, special episode this week. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Beer Week. Man, if you guys are on social media, I'm sure you guys have seen the dumpster fire. You, you, you've joined, I've joined several new groups this week purely to follow the drama. But we have Andrew Hill here who has lived the drama live. Andrew, so you, you, you say you're tired. Were you tired because of actual normal Beer Week festivities? Or are you tired from all the, uh, you know, all the muling and, and the meal watching. Well, a little bit of both, actually. You know, we've been uh, we did a share uh, Tuesday night. A couple members from Drama Freaks were down here, so uh, we met up 
at Arcane uh, Aleworks, actually, and had a little chair, and then about two hours of sleep, and I uh, woke up the next morning to go stand in line again. Um, came home from that and uh, went straight up there for uh, today's release and slept about an hour and a half in line. So a uh, little bit of everything, but uh, lack of sleep. <laughs> That's another one thing. Constant going. You definitely understand that, that lack of sleep. I would have uh, yeah. probably slept for weeks before prior just to uh you know bank that sleep time so yeah. we got we, we got a couple of topics here and we're going to start with the um first happening from tampa bay beer week I, I understand cycle released their sunday bottle and everything was great right monday yeah, comes, yeah there was no issues, no issues and, with sunday at all and then monday comes and Boom. It, it, beer week implodes almost. I mean, that was the catalyst, I, I, I feel, for the rest of the happening of beer week. Yeah, that was a, that was a huge hit right there. You know, everybody, uh, you know, everybody was going to Angry Chair first because of the hype, and, and, and they, they're going to sell out faster than Cycle. But uh, everybody was banking on bringing home at least one weekday set, you know, for uh, from beer week. So uh, that was a pretty big hit for everybody. And uh, with Cigar City, uh, people still pay attention to them, but not nearly as much as the others around here. Um, everybody focused uh, mainly on Angry Chairs, so uh, it was like the perfect storm over there. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, did you get to try the the Monday bottle? I know, I, I know, a lot of people actually pop the bottles. Um, did you get to try it at all? Were you around anybody that opened one? Yeah, I did not. You know, there was a couple of them opened in the uh, Angry Chair line Monday, and uh, they were dumped onto the ground and poured in the thrown into the garbage. Um, I had a friend that was going over there and was going to grab me a bottle, so I couldn't make it over there on Monday. And uh, obviously, that never happened because they they pulled the sales. So, and they refunded, right? Uh, they, you know, I was very impressed with with the way they handled it. They they made that big post, which went viral instantly. They refunded money. Mm-hmm. I, I believe they refunded all the money, and you know, shut down for you know future quality control. They shut down the rest. I mean, I, I got to tell you, uh, you know, being on the outside looking in and not being a part or counting on those bottles, you know, I think they did the right call instead of release it and and try to deal with the backlash later i think you know it was cool of them to do what they did they did what was necessary for their business for their for their fans um steve what do you think about that um yeah no they made the right call anytime you get something like that an issue like that where you know, it, the same thing happened with uh, Kane actually last summer with Mexican Brunch. They released it. Then after they released it, they found out they started gushing it, and they refunded everybody, no questions asked. Like, they, the post said the refunds are already in process. Like, people were, that's how people were finding out. So, I mean, when your reputation's on the line and you, you put quality over, you know, whatever, just making money and getting it out there, you people are going to notice. I think they did the right thing, too. And, uh you know, it, it just goes on to brew another day. You know, if they had just tried to fight it or say, you know, oh, well, some of them are bad, some of them are good, it's a case-by-case. Case. It's like, no, you got to handle it the right way. These people, you know, they spent their hard-earned money on your beer, and if it's not up to what you think your standards, then you gotta you got to refund it. So I, I like it. I think they handled it well. Yeah, and to to that point, uh, before we shoot over to Andrew, you know, not to mention Tim Beer – Tampa Bay, I'm going to I'm just say TBBW because I'm going to stumble over this the whole time. But uh, Beer Week. <laughs> T-dubs. Yeah, T-dubs. Beer Week, you know, a lot of people travel from out of, out of town, you know, so they've, they're, they're down there for these bottles, and there's all that excitement and that fervor around getting these releases, and then opening a bad batch could just take the sales out of a week. And, you know, yeah, it sucks but people were able to go enjoy other festivities and not waste their time and cycle to get a possible bad bottle. So, you know, I, I really think they, uh, they, they did well, Andrew, what, what do you think and how did people take it, you know, from, from your the local community? I know you've probably in a few local groups or talked to friends, talked at anger chair. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, I think that I think it was a great thing that they did uh, by being proactive and uh, just just halting the rest of the week sales. Um, they came to find out that Monday and Friday were infected. The rest of the week was good, as well as the festival bottle uh, for tomorrow's uh, cycle BA day. But uh, they went ahead and pulled everything else uh, just to be uh, just to be on the safe side. Um, everybody local here was actually, you know, we all felt bad for Doug because this is obviously a huge week, and Doug is a a uh, very big part of the community up there in St. Pete. Um, he probably lost close to a half million dollars in sales. Um, now he'll eventually get it back, but you know it's it's still he's going to be uh, he's going to be taking a loss on it on some did of it. Did you did you say half a mil? Yeah, yeah. With all the bottles that he had uh, produced for the weekday set, um, you're looking at about. 15,000 bottles. Damn. At, at average of $30 a bottle. That's how much they sell for? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some of them that were $35 a bottle, some were 30 Um Sundays was only 20 Now, Sundays was not infected, mm-hmm. but they offered to take refunds for anybody that doubted it. So I thought that was pretty cool of them as well. Wow. You know, if you if you had any doubts on that bottle, um, which they came out and said it wasn't infected, uh, they pulled it off the shelf. They weren't selling it. I think they, I believe they just put it back on today, but uh, they're still accepting refunds for it if you don't want to take it. Wow. So, uh, so I'm sorry, I didn't read the line notes. Are you from Florida? Are you from Tampa or the area? Um, I've been down here 24 years. I'm originally from Chicago, so. Oh, okay. All right, but you live down there now. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, so so Steve, you know, with the group being so big, you know, me and Andrew trade quite a bit. I send him some uh, Midwest goodies, and he sends me some of that Tampa Bay, Tampa goodies. Um, you know, whenever he has it, really, he uh, you know he he does he does God's work by sending us some of those hard to get releases that razzle for you know hundreds of dollars, and and you know he he keeps it in the uh, in the same line of drama free of you know, cost, you know. So, um, what do you guys think about the mule for hire business that, you know, it's always been there and it's always been kind of, you know, known, but not known, not on paper, but it blew wide open this week at angry chair, especially, I don't know. I really, I'm sure it went on everywhere at other places, but angry chair really called, called to attention the mule for hire you know, we have um, several Facebook groups that have popped up dedicated just to the Mule for Hire sightings and watchings of Tampa Bay Beer Week. Um, yeah, I'm going to go to you, Steve, first. What What are your thoughts on this whole Mule for Hire? Are they shitlords? Are they just, cap, you know, capitalizing? You know, what's your thought? Oh, man, I don't... I don't really know how to feel about it. I, I For the most part, I, when you hear it, it's like, this is... This is low because it depends on. Oh, is it true they were using homeless people? It's like that's oh, that's yeah. a line that that's a line that I can't cross. But I mean, in New York, there is a company, there's a business that will stand in line for you for anything you want: concert tickets, beer, uh, sporting events. If there's if there's a line, or you know, Broadway tickets, those you know, the hard to get Hamilton ones. There's a guy who started a business. He said, "I'll wait in line for you. Here's my here's my uh, here's my fee. You can pay me to wait in line, buy whatever you want, on top of the cost of what you're buying. So that's you know, is that a legitimate business? Would I would I use it? No, but is it a legitimate business? Yes. But I mean, using homeless people and you know, I don't know. Um, it doesn't rub me the right way. Mules are one thing. I mean, everywhere has them, but you know, it's usually just like your wife or your buddy or your little brother or something. It's not." Just strangers. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm not huge on it. I think it's uh, if the goal is to get your beer in as many hands as possible, which it seems like every brewery that's their goal. Um, you you got to figure out a way to to kind of curb it. That's why I like some of these Eventbrite releases with uh, no proxies and you know lottery stuff for big releases that are like really rare beers. Uh, it's kind of the fairest way to go. Are the locals getting screwed? Yeah, but you know. The locals are the ones screwing other people with with this mule crap, so it's touchy. I don't know. That's that's about as much as I can articulate on it. 
Yeah. Andrew, thoughts? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's always been a thing down here. Um, it started years ago with Cycle, obviously, when the Cycle was uh, more desirable on the secondary market. Uh, there was people hiring homeless mules, and uh, Doug squashed that by upping the production. Um, right now, as, as everybody knows, uh, Angry Chair's got the hype behind them. And uh, with the secondary, you know, people were selling the, the week sets, um, the four bottles for $1,200 before the beer week started. So, you know, they're hiring these homeless people. And I talked to a couple in line, actually, and there were three of them behind me. They were getting paid $20 each to stand in line. This was uh, Tuesday for Barrel H Rocky Road. So a bunch of us in line around them told them, so guys, that's a $300 bottle. You need to ask for more money. Um, in which they did. They actually ended up getting $100 from the guy. Does that make it better? Or, you know, is no, it, or is they it because they the were price short them? Or... I mean, yeah. You know, I think that they're getting exploited. I, I guess, you know, they're willing to do it for money, but it's it's wrong. I mean, like you said, you know, everybody uses mules, whether you bring your wife, your girlfriend, uh, a buddy that's not into craft beer, you know. But homeless people is just uh, stepping over that line in, in my eyes. Um, of, of exploitation? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I've uh, seen people auctioning off the – well, pretty much auctioning off their uh, spot in line. People have been saying, "How much is your uh, how much is your guy supposed to give you?" And they say a hundred dollars, and they'll say, "I'll give you a hundred and fifty, and they'll go with them, you know, basically switching uh, who they're mewing for right while they're in line. Jesus, <laughs> wild, wild west down there. Yeah, it's it's I've I've never seen it this bad before. Um, I don't know what Angry Chair can do to curb that because they obviously don't have the uh, uh, production that Cycle has. Um, there's just no way for them to do it right now. So uh, not sure what the next step they do to uh, squash it is. Yeah, so yeah. we got earlier, this the, the same topic came up in, a, in another page that I'm watching, and I, I thought it'd be good here. You know, I'm just the messenger here. I don't actually agree with it. This is more of a devil's advocate topic, but – to that point, what about, you know, it came from the thread where we're saying that mule, you know, people that hire mules are shitlords or people that have mules are shitlords. And that's a, that's a common topic in the craft beer theme, you know, in the craft beer world. But what about having a friend that doesn't drink beer go with you? That's considered a mule. Or am I a shitlord if I call up my friend who just wants to come hang out, but he's not going to drink the beer, so I'm going to end up with that beer anyway? You know, am I a shitlord for doing that? See now, I think the I think the term shitlord is coming because the guys that are hiring these mules are doing it strictly so they can sell it on the secondary market um, and and profit off of it. And, and I think that's why they're called shitlords. Um, I don't see any problem with if you want two bottles so you can drink one, you can trade one, send it off. Um, you got your buddy coming with you. I don't think that uh, classifies you as a shitlord. You know, it's just my thoughts on that. Yeah, I think it depends on the. Yeah, it depends on. I, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard to find out what's in someone's head. You know, their intentions. Um, I don't think Chad. I don't think you're a shitlord. First of all. Uh, <laughs> well, everybody's but, done it. You can't tell me that you haven't no, had like a friend, I, no, your I've girlfriend, done it. or wife. You know. Right, but you don't do it. You don't do it to get max profits on the the sec on secondary. No, hey, no. That that is the distinction, which is it's hard to tell like who who you know. It's hard to say what someone's going to do with that beer when they get home, you know, unless, like, you know them for a fact. So it's – and everyone who brings a mule is a shitlord now. Like, that's that's not really fair either. So it's kind of a – it's a gray area that is – it's not going to go away anytime soon because, you know, people like their beer too much and there's too much out there and people get FOMO. So um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not huge on the secondary, like I said, but – it's, you know, am I, am, oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, we could go all day on this topic. I mean, exactly. We, we've, scenarios. I'm, yeah, I mean, exactly. we've talked about it before, too, with the other guys as well. So it's like, yeah, yeah. It, you know, no, we all know where we stand on it. Yeah. It, it's a thin line, you know. It, yeah. So, next topic here. 
you know, Angry Chair and Andrew actually covered the topic, so we'll, we won't spend as long, you know, as as much as necessary. But um, you know, Angry Chair definitely with with the loss of cycle this week, Angry Chair definitely had more of a line to start than they imagined. I mean, everybody knew what they were releasing and people were going to line up for the beers already. But with the loss of having the lineup for Cycle, everybody now that would have been at Cycle is now at Angry Chair. Um, you know, from the from the pictures and the and reports, you know, and and not what the neighbors say, but from the picture reports, you know, it, it seems like Angry Chair did as best as they could in the situation that they were dealt. Um, I saw the article that Andrew you actually posted about um, the neighbors being mad and. Some neighbors being happy mm-hmm. for them, you know, you can't make anybody happy. So we would, we knew that was going to happen. But do you think Angry sure. Chair, you know, uh, you know, actually, let's not ask that question because I don't. We're not going to speak bad about a brewery really here. I mean, um, you know, I really think Angry Chair did the best that they could in the situation they had, um, and I think they're going to make improvements knowing what they went through to move it off site, like kind of like what. Uh, Hunapu Day is now offside away from Cigar City. Um, mm-hmm. You know, do do you think, you know, that's a good move for them, or should they keep it in house and maybe do ticketed releases, you know, things like that? Yeah, you know, I've I've been kind of we've been talking about this all week while we're standing in line, and uh, you know, it could go either way really. Uh, the offsite release would be a good thing, um, but also the online sales, um, similar to what Bottle Logic does, where the person that gets it online has to be the one picking it up, no proxies. You know, it, it gives the locals a better chance because chances are somebody from out of town is not going to fly down here for a, you know, $25 bottle of tiramisu or something like that, you know, um, and give you a pickup window where you can go get it. That way you're not bringing all that traffic into the neighborhood all at one time. Um, I think Angry Chair did uh, a great job this week, though, with the releases, uh, with the situation they were dealt um, people were pretty respectful in line. Um, nobody yelling, nobody leaving trash all over. It was uh, it was as good as it could have gone. Put it that way. That's that's impressive to hear. You know, with the amount of people there and the influx of you know visitors and you know the the fervor around the mules and, and all the excitement. You know, every picture I see, it just looks like a bunch of excitement going on. You know, and it's good that's to hear line. though. You know. What's that? I know I have a buddy down there too, and he's posted. He's in line everywhere he goes. It's just a big line of people. I'm like, he's at oh, the Garden City, then he's at uh, Three Sons, and I'm just like, wow, the lines everywhere. This is not lines. Um, that's why uh, we look forward to the festivals where we can just kick back yeah. and relax tomorrow and Saturday. Nice. Right, and you're going to Huna Day, right, Andrew? I'm actually not doing Huna this year. Um, I'm doing uh, Cycles Barrel Age Day tomorrow and then doing uh, Green Bench's Fooder for Thought tomorrow, which is the Sour Wild Festival. Oh, that sounds awesome. That's right. I did. I didn't yeah. remember you saying that. That, that sounds that, cool. Those sound like fun, yeah. That's right. You did go to the Cycle uh, BA Day because you actually met a friend of mine in line. Uh, he had a picture of you. I shared it with you, remember? He, uh, yeah, that's right. From, from Iowa. Yeah, my, my friend posted a picture, and or he posted a picture, and my friend was right next to him. And so I, I texted both of them and said, hey, you guys you guys are literally right next to each other, and they got to talking. So anyway. Make friends. Yeah, I, that's what the craft beer community is about, especially if you're going to stand in line all day or, you know, all night next to some dude. Make friends with them. You know, I, I can't stand it going to a beer line, and, you know, the dude just doesn't talk to you. And I'm there for yeah. six hours. Like, you know, we're all friendly. We're all going to get to drink in here. You know, you know, at least say hi. Acknowledge our presence. Don't just be, you know, tunnel vision. You know, I mean, yeah, that's my phone. opinion. I, yeah, I know some people won't agree with that. But, you know, say hi. We're going to be line neighbors for, you know, some time now. So let's enjoy. It anyway, really I'll get off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I have. Absolutely. I've. Um, a couple people actually that are in drama free now have, uh, uh, that I've, I've met in line and, and have been very good traders with me. And, um, Tony, a a new member from last week, he, uh, he, uh, I met in line at pulpit rock and we just got to talking and we never really stopped from that release. And we meet up every release now. And, you know, he came here to my house this past weekend for some releases and we had a great time. 
But um, anyway, moving on, getting off my soapbox here for a minute. Um, Social media has definitely boosted Tampa Bay Beer Week. You know, with the mule reports and, and the new groups popping up and the line counts and line pictures and, you know, what have you. And we'll see more because, you know, festivals are just starting BA Day tomorrow, as Andrew said. And we have Huna Day on Saturday, which usually for Tampa Bay Beer Week generates some of the best pictures. But I don't know. If, I think it's going to be hard to top this year. Uh, Huna's pictures are going to be harder to top, except for unless it's some dude dropping his whole allotment of Huna, you know. It's going to be really hard to top some of the pictures we've seen. Um, anyway, there's been some social media arguments over Twitter and Facebook with Angry Chair and Cycle. Um, we'll start with Cycle because that was a little less, you know, less, you know, heavy. Um, people yelling at Cycle for pulling all the releases and yelling at Cycle for putting out an infected product and being sick and, um, you know, Cycle kind of went quiet and just pretty much shut it down right away and said, message us, we'll take care of it. Um, on the other hand, Twitter and Angry Chair, Ryan, you know, was, was getting hit from all angles um, with some of those tweets, you know, especially we all, I don't know if everybody saw, I'm sure we did. We had a, a, a girl from St. Louis who um complain to angry chair because angry chair moved up the releases so they could get the bodies out of the neighborhood early earlier than normal and she really like hammered home and argued with them and argued with them and that turned into quite a uh quite a big topic and then update today the her friend got on the same twitter you know feed and uh our twitter comment and stuck up for her which created a whole nother storm um my question to you guys is, is should, a, should a brewery, you know, because this happens quite a bit. It seems like every show we're talking about in this, unfortunately, fortunately on this side, the, the brewer, the breweries were on the right side of it instead of the wrong side. But, you know, should a brewery, when things like ha- that happen, not respond and just get out the information they need to get out and just not stoke the fire? What are your thoughts, Steve? Uh, yes. In, in short, I I think – no good can ever come from the arguing on social media or trying to defend or, or you know, as as a brewery, as a business owner, don't bring it public. Don't give people any more reason. Don't, you know, don't like you're playing in their world. You, you're not going to win no matter what you, you win. Or, there's no winning when you do that. So I think, like you said, just get the information out. If you have to make a statement, release a statement. Don't acknowledge people one-on-one. Don't, you know, don't take any shots. Don't get defensive, uh, you know. And if anything, like you said, you send us an email or send us a private message and we'll look into this further. That's all you have to say publicly. And then don't don't engage even, even in private DMs because you know they're going to get out if they don't like what they say. So I think stay out of it and the breweries that seem to have done the best and um had the most success figured that out early yeah yeah definitely um andrew thoughts yeah i I totally agree with that um i don't think they should uh engage you're you're not going to make everybody happy and um, um i've seen it in the past where a brewery uh caves in online and either gives that person that's complaining uh, a ticket to the event or a bottle or whatever it is they're complaining about. And it's, uh, it's just a bad move. It's a snowball effect because then instead of one person complaining, you've got 500 more complaining. Um, it's just not a good idea, like Steve was saying. Uh, if you need to do it, do it uh, one-on-one, not for everybody to see. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, you guys are right. Nothing good could ever come um, from arguing, even if it is you're on the right side as they were here. It's just, you know, take care of business. You know, you don't need to be on social media. Ryan and you know and Cycle, they definitely had better things to manage. You know, what's right in their face as opposed to having to deal with their social media presence. 
Um, you know, they're handling it. You know, all, that's all they really need to share. Social media is great for sharing. So share. We're handling it. We're taking care of it and any updates and that's it. Don't get into, you know, pissing contests with, with, with patrons because you're going to lose some. No matter if you gain more, you're still going to lose some and you, you really don't want that to happen. Um, so that really, I mean, is there anything you else you want to talk about from Tampa Bay Beer Week, uh, Andrew or Steve? Is there anything off the top of your head you want to share? Um, I um, want to know. I, I want to know. I, I had a couple questions. When did you get down there? Uh, I live down here, so uh, Tampa's about oh, an hour right. drive for me. When does uh, are you staying at a hotel near there? I assume. No, I, I'm actually uh, staying at, staying at my house. Um, I live. Uh, 45 minutes to an hour south of Tampa, so I've been oh, driving wow. up there. Wow, and you sl- you said you're not sleeping very much at night either. Good to go in every event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, nice. A lot of promo going on this year, so, uh, yeah, getting up there. And, you know, you figure instead of hanging out at the house, you know, you might as well hang out in line with uh, yeah. with friends, you know, doing shares and, and having a good time. So. Awesome. Savages. You guys are savages, man. I love it. <laughs> Thankfully, it's only one week out of the year. <laughs> yeah, and, and does it go Sunday to Sunday or Sunday to Saturday, or what? when did the event uh, start? So it pretty much kicked off last Saturday. Uh, Hidden Springs did seven releases on Saturday, and then Hunapu is the uh, final event really on set, uh, this coming Saturday. Right. And then Huna Hangover Day is the final event of Beer Week, and that's on Sunday. And that's a pretty chill event. You just, uh, you know. Basically, everybody's hung over and just trying to <laughs> recover before they fly home or go home. Nice. And Hunapu's only one day? That's not a... Yeah, that's correct. It's, uh, it's like... only one day. And uh, this year, they actually moved it into the Raymond James Stadium parking lot instead of the park that they normally have it at. So it's going to be in the parking lot of the football stadium here where the Bucks play. It'll be interesting oh, cool. to see how it, how it goes this year. Is that because they needed more space? Yeah, they definitely needed more space. Um, like I said, it'll be interesting. There's no shade in that parking lot at all. It's, it's. Um, I don't see it going well, but at least they have the space for everybody. Do you have any idea how many people, how many tickets they sell to Hunapu Day this year, the new one? I don't. And, you know, that's the other thing. They had a hard time selling out this year because uh, – Years past, you know, you get Huna, Huna uh, bottles with the tickets. Right. Uh, 12 bottles, 8 bottles, whatever it is, 4. Um, they had a hard time selling them this year because people are over Hunapu. So they just want to attend the festival and not have to buy the bottles. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what they ended up selling, um, what the number was. But uh, it took them extremely long to sell out. I do know that. Yeah, wow. I know. Last year they didn't sell out at all because I I debated like the night before actually or the day before getting on a plane um, last year, and I could still buy the four and six ticket or bottle package um, and, and going. You know, I honestly it was a it was a you know I was almost pushing the the payment button and almost on a plane to go, and I think that's the same this year. I could probably we could probably look online and probably still get tickets off the regular website, not secondary or anything like that. Um, you know, it's sad. It's such yeah, a good I'm festival. Even, I'm not even sure if it is sold out. You know, I, I know the four bottle tickets go fast because those are the cheapest ones. Um, but, uh, you know, as an incentive this year, what they did for the 12, uh, 12 bottle tickets was they added a barrel-aged uh, Hunapu Cuvée, two bottles in the cases. So kind of an added incentive for people to buy those tickets and yeah. uh, get those food. But I think they still, uh, like I said, I'm not even sure if they are sold out. They might not be. Nope. I can actually look. It looks like it's going to let me buy tickets right now. <laughs> you going? That's it. Get yeah. on a plane. No, I, I'm not going. I, I got way too much going on. I wish. <laughs> uh, if, I'm, yeah. if I'm going, I'm staying with Andrew. I'm going to come on down. <laughs> come on. Nice. <laughs> Andrew, I, I, so, would, I would go, but I'm actually going to Vermont on Saturday. So Yeah, that's right. You um, are. Yep. That sounds great, too. Oh, wait. I just refreshed, yeah. and it says all tickets are sold out now. So they did. 
I must have had it like cached or something in my browser because it just uh, refreshed and said all tickets are sold out. Well, I guess I can't go. Sorry. Uh, Darn. Offers off the table. <laughs> <laughs> next year. Next year I'll be there. I, I definitely got to watch this. Uh, so, you know, we're going to continue with the rest of the show. That concludes our Tampa Bay Beer Week portion. Um, Andrew, you are more than welcome to hang on and talk about the rest of the topics. Uh, they're not Tampa Bay Beer Week uh, related, but they are beer related, and, and uh, you're more than welcome. But I do have a question for you that we ask every single person that joins our show. You ready for that question? Okay. Yes, shoot. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Oh, oh I man. love them already, Steve. I love them oh, already. Man. Well, I knew I liked to, you. Somebody needs to go through is, all the episodes and find out what the answers good. are. It's meat we're getting up bread. there. I think we're even now. I don't know. We need to keep a running tally of all the yeses and noes. Because I do. We should have done I need, that. I need a leaderboard. All right. Well, I might do that when I get bored at work one day. <laughs> uh, I know I, I there's probably a couple episodes I didn't say ask it, but uh, I, I'll get it. I'll get it. Um, nice. So, I mean, again, you're more than welcome to stay. We're going to go in. Uh, to the next topic, and uh, we're actually going to get Mr. Dr. Love is going to call in for this, so we'll give him some time. Um, Ryan, if you're listening at 646-200-4505, give us a call, and we'll talk about that topic that you are dying to talk about. So I'm kind of excited to have Dr. Love on the show because he has been dying to talk about this, and I know you guys have all experienced this, as, as I have I. So we'll move on and, and give Ryan or Dr. Love here or a little bit of time to call in. Um, but, uh, the next topic here for, and this goes out for the WLC people. Oh, wait, we'll, uh, we'll see who that is. It's probably Dr. Love. Is this Dr. Dr. Love Love. calling Dr. Love? Love. Nice. Love doctor. What's up? Love doctor. So you're on the line here with Steve and, uh, Andrew Hill. What's up, dudes? Good night. I just uh, just got home from uh, from a little little uh, local brew club uh, tasting at a uh, tasty beverage, our one of my local bottle shops and watering holes, and ready to uh, tell stories with you guys. All right, so let's get some formalities out of the way here, Doctor Love. What are you drinking right now? Since you just got got home, um, have you cracked a beer yet? Yes, I have. I've uh, I'm drinking a Normcore Czech Pills uh, from Burning Beard. Um, it was in a a logger box that uh, Justin World Worldbert, I think that's his last name, sent me uh, yesterday. So uh, crack one of those up and have nice little pills. Nice. Is anybody else on the show, uh, Steve or Andrew? Have you guys cracked something new open? No, I'm still working on the uh, double IPA. <laughs> yeah, same Personage. here. Same here. I literally yeah. opened it as we started, so I'm I'm taking it slow. Same here. Yeah. I just uh, just got done with my golden nugget. I'm going to let it sit for a minute and uh, continue on. But uh, so the burning question here, I'm excited for this. This is, this is a good topic. Sorry, Ryan, that we didn't get to it last week. Uh, we had, you know, several guests on, and it, it was fun once we got control. So the, uh, we're going to ask that question now. Asylum last week. What's that? I said it sounded like the inmates were running the asylum last week. It was yeah, we had to. I loved it. Yeah, me, me and Steve had to double down and, and, and get control of the show. It ran away from. It was a fun time, though. You know, anybody that's listening, we had a lot of fun. There was a lot of good topics, a lot of good conversations. Just uh, sometimes we gotta, you know, we we have a time limit here, and we have actual script that we go off of. Believe it or not, um, that's why I put out the content <laughs> every Monday. So. Um, last last time we didn't get through our, all of our content really, um, but um, the question here that that Doctor Love is call, calling in for: What is the dumbest thing you have ever bought drunk? Now think long and hard well, because I can think of like lists of the of things, but um, you know, Ryan, we're gonna let you go first because this is your topic, and uh, we'll let you run with it first. All right, so I, I've got two. Um, every Christmas, my family does the Dirty Santa Yankee Swap Christmas game. Um, and my dad loves gummy bears. 
And so I found on Amazon, like, oh, you can buy 10 pounds of gummy bears. I thought, oh, huh, funny, whatever. Yeah, I was like, oh, I might do that for uh, for Dirty Santa. Nah, nah, whatever. I'll, I'll pick something else. Um, lo and behold, a couple of days later, um, I'm walking up to my front door, and I see a box sitting there. <clears throat> I'm like, oh, that's not big enough to be a beer box. What? You know, I, I, I don't know anything that I ordered. Um, it's from Amazon. I opened it up, and there it was, was uh, 10 pounds of gummy bears that evidently I had bought for, uh, for my dad blacked out drunk one night um so i that he i wrapped it up for him for christmas that year and it was it got a good laugh out of everyone um second story was i was in i was in new orleans for a bachelor party with uh like 10 of my good buddies like i've you know known since like elementary school um and we had left a we had left a uh, a gentleman's club one night there on bourbon street if you guys have ever been to New Orleans, you know, there's all these, uh, like, slushy stands and, like, little, like, alley bars that have, like, frozen liquor drinks and pizza. Um, so, evidently, I get, after we leave this gentleman's club, I decide that I need a grain alcohol, neon green slushy and pizza. But instead of just buying a slice, I decide to buy a whole, like, 20-inch large pizza <laughs> and, uh. I proceeded to walk down Bourbon Street handing out slices of pepperoni pizza to people because, quote-unquote, that would be the Christian thing to do. Um, <laughs> I, woke up the ne- I, I woke up the next morning hungover as, uh, as balls with a half-drink neon green now-melted slushy next to my, on the nightstand in an empty pizza box, and uh, my buddies had to fill me in on, on my, uh, my exploits of the night. So yeah, that's that's the two dumbest drunk things I, or dumbest things I've ever bought drunk. Well, I don't think either of those are that bad. They're sure funny, but it's not like yeah. you went crazy or spent thousands of dollars or something. <laughs> no, thank God. But you know, just yeah, and who would just randomly take pizza from uh, someone walking down Bourbon Street who is obviously way too intoxicated? That that, that baffles my, uh, baffles me. Yeah. I guess it's a little shady. <laughs> yeah. What, oh, yeah. what about you, Chad? Did we, did we lose Chad? Chad. All right, uh, Andrew, can you go? Um, nothing too crazy. Um, sitting in a nightclub and uh, deciding it was a good idea to buy a $300 bottle of tequila while we're sitting there just to keep on going with the night. Wow. Um, waking up in the morning having uh, total regrets, obviously, but uh, mm-hmm. at the time it sounded like a great idea. Were you with, uh, were you with a bunch of people? Yeah, we were with a bunch of people. We, uh, you know, we were sitting at the tables there and having a good time, but uh, definitely an unnecessary uh, drunk purchase. Damn. Uh, yeah, I guess that's... <laughs> I mean, the next morning, because you've been like, hey, uh, to maybe some of your buddies, hey, you guys want to kick me a couple bucks for that $300 bottle of tequila? Or were you, were you adamant, like, no, I got it? Yeah, you know, waking up the next morning and realizing there's $300 uh, extra missing out of your bank and uh, wondering what happened. <laughs> Having to right. be filled in. Now, your friend's like, we tried to give you money or tell you not to do it last night, but you insisted that you got it. It's like, damn it. Right, right. <laughs> I'm a pushy bastard. Um, mine is actually pretty funny. So I didn't buy it, but I was heavily involved in the purchasing of it. Um, it was two th- summer of 2009. Me and all my friends had a beach house um, on the you know the shore here in New Jersey. And we were, yeah, it wasn't like uh, the show, but it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, you know, wholesome either. Uh, so one night, I guess after the bar, we came, we come home, we're still drinking. It's like two, three in the morning. We're watching infomercials on TV. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. One guy, he's, he's, uh, I don't know if it was QVC, but he's showing us how. They have this crazy ninja knife called the Dragon Claw, and it was like a a, a handheld blade, <laughs> but it was huge. Like it, you totally could not carry this 
with you. It's not legal. Like it's like a collector's <laughs> item only to eat, like you know only own in your house. You can't bring it out out of the house. Uh, I think it was like eighty bucks or something, which isn't that bad. But my one buddy put it on his credit card or something. None of us remembered even ordering it until it got delivered to the house. So we're sitting there, we open, it, and all of a sudden this we open this massive knife, and for you know there's a half a second of did someone send this to us or did we order this and not remember it? And yeah, sure enough. Uh, so it, it clicked in someone's head. They're like, "Oh, we were watching this on on the infomercial, the Dragon Claw," and yeah, it was. I, I wish I could find. I'm gonna try to find a, an image of it and post it in Drama Free. It's it was ridiculous. My buddy tried to like get a refund and send it back, and they were like, uh, "Yeah, no." It was very clear you're doing. So, oh man, here it is. Here it is. I found. It. I'm gonna post it uh, when, when the podcast is over. I'm gonna post it. In uh, in drama free, so you guys can see it's it's ridiculous. Like whatever you're thinking, it's more ridiculous than that. Post that to our uh, our our drama free beer radio page, Steve, so that uh, the listeners oh, out yeah, there yeah. that might not be in the group can see it, and we'll share it. Um, yeah. So sorry about that. I uh, had a little te- technical difficulties. My computer decided to uh, kick me out of the call, so I had to call on my cell. Um, did everybody go? I'll yeah. I have to replay that part of the of the call just to hear the hilarious stories. But um, my my you know most dumbest thing I've I've uh, I'd have to say probably more beer more than likely. Um, I commit to a lot of trades apparently when I'm drunk or or you know CNS, um, not in drama free but other places. Um, you know. I, I tend to buy a lot more beer than I normally would when I'm drunk. Um, trying to think here. There was something I bought in the apartment that Rachel got absolutely livid with me about. Um, I bought a TV. bought a 60-inch uh, Vizio drunk once. 60 inches? Yeah, uh, yeah 60-inch TV because we needed it for Call of Duty. Of course, you always need a 60-inch TV. And a PlayStation 4, but I had to I had to march that PlayStation 4 right back. I never even got it opened. Um, <laughs> you were talking you were talking drunk trades. My first trade in Drama Free was actually I was wasted drunk, and I made a trade with Corey late night. And the next morning, I woke up and I was like, I think I made might have traded some beer last night. And I was like, Oh yeah, well, evidently. Uh, Made a trade with uh with one of the admins of this uh this new beer page I'm on. So yeah. Yeah, you talk about Corey. Corey Corey and I will agree on a trade and he'll tell me that he's drinking right now to message him tomorrow the next day to remind him because he's drunk. I do that too. I, I guess I, I'm I think I was the drunk well, I'll make it Yeah. I'll I'll make a trade and and uh I'll be like, oh shit, I forgot about this. They'll reach out to me a couple of days later. I'm like, oh, I, you know, I'm a man of my word. You got it. Corey does it as well. You know, he's he's never gonna back out on a trade, and I'm sure he, you know, he means it. It just it's just kind of funny. Every time I make a trade with him, he says to message him tomorrow because he's got so much going on and he's been drinking. So I love it. I love Corey for that. Um, yeah. So we're getting close to our time here. We got about 12 minutes left. Um, we, I, I do want to give a shout out. It looks like the WLC is coming to an end. Maurice had this question of how does a beer group lose 2,000 pounds? Um, you know, for me, I can see what they've been going through, what they've been, you know, doing. They've been very active in our group, and uh, these guys have been killing it with the with the weight loss challenge and, and eating right and, and being healthy and cutting back on the drinking and bombing people because they're not drinking as much. So. Kudos from the John Free podcast team. You guys rocked it. Um, this group is about to blow up, I think, here in the next, I think Friday is the last way in or whatever. I think it's this weekend or Friday's last way in. And I think we're going to see a whole new lot, lots of activity, which is great. Um, you know, so congrats, guys. You guys are almost there. 
day or so left, and, uh, you know, we're, we're waiting for you. Maybe we'll get a couple guys on next week to talk about uh, the trials and tribulations of the WLC. I might even participate in the next one. Um, you know, so um, real quick, we got about 10 minutes. Let's go Let's go real quick down the line here. Um, Dr. Love, this is another topic since you're on the line. Um, what is the best local shelfie in your market? Dr. Love, you're first. Um, I would say Asheville Brewing Company Perfect Day IPA. Um, you can find it at any grocery store, gas station, on tap, most anywhere around town. Um, it's it's not a hazy IPA, but it's one of like the first like I guess juicy IPAs uh, to hit here in town. It's it's fantastic. It's like ten bucks a six pack. Nice, um, Andrew. Um. Yeah, there's actually a couple here. Uh, so, so Sunshine City IPA from um, Green Bench is a pretty solid shelfie. Uh, you could walk in the grocery store and buy them uh, wherever. Um, Reef Donkey is another one. Uh, Tampa Brewing Company. Um, uh, I great. like that beer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great pale ale. Yeah. And uh, also uh, Funky Buddhas, I mean, as much as they get dogged for uh, being sellouts, I mean, you can walk into any Total Wine, ABC Liquor around here and find Morning Wood, Last Buffalo, uh, Love Below, uh, any of that stuff, really. Last Snow, uh, as much as they get dogged, I mean, to be able to walk into a store and buy it off the shelf, I mean, it's, uh, it's a great problem. Have you noticed any uh, dip in quality since they've started making a lot more, or is it still... Just as yeah, good. Yeah, it's 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 lacking in in quality from what it was, but um, that's been happening for the last two years. It it happened before the sellout. It it happened when they started up in production um, mm-hmm. and going into more different. But uh, for what it is, uh, it's still solid. I mean, Morningwood's still one of the best maple beers. Um, last Buffalo's still great coconut beer. I mean, yeah. I love Last Buffalo. Actually. Um, I did reach out to you a while back. I'll get you offline, Andrew. I'm, I, I got my coconut shirt coming up. I forgot all about Last Buffalo, actually. So you just reminded me. Um, yeah, just let me know. Steve, what about you, man? Um, oh, man. I'm not going to I think I got to go cart and boat just because you can find it everywhere, and it's delicious, and you could drink it uh, all day. Um, that's like the local shelf you know, shelfie as far as it gets a ton of distribution and it's very local to my house. Um, yeah, and it's just, you know, 4% hoppy. As far as other, like, you know, out-of-state stuff, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of partial to Founders all day, but I know everywhere gets that, so that could probably be an answer throughout the country. So I, I'm going to go with, uh, if it's if it was a local thing, it's carton boat. I tell you, Colorado is a uh, black zone for founders, so Joey doesn't get much founders, so I try to, you know, hook him up whenever I get it, because uh, they only come for Founders Week for uh, Great American Beer Fest, and, and or that's it. He doesn't get distro there for some whatever reason, so he's always thankful to get a couple, couple founders tastings. Um, for me, you know, I'm in Iowa. I get... Uh, Pulver Rock is, is a local beer. It's not a distro, though. Um, that's a good local uh, – okay, we're going local shelfie. I'm sorry. Um, local shelfie, TG. Um, I can, you know, go to probably five stores in my area and get any TG you guys want, um, from the bombers to the new cans. It's just – it's unreal how much TG I get, and I love hooking you guys up, you know. And I know it's starting to get some national distro. Um, is it out to New Jersey yet, uh, Steve? Um, I don't think I've seen it, to be honest. Uh, they usually start with kegs out here. I don't normally start seeing bottles. Like they'll do a couple keg accounts, but um, I I don't think I've seen anything on shelves. Yeah, I know. Uh, Andrew used to live down and, and get the, the Florida, you know, pseudo sue and the Florida cans, but I know those are still around, but uh, they're no longer have the contract with Brew Hub, so they. Uh, so they're they're bringing it straight out of Decorah now in the new facility, and uh, that's actually the can I had tonight was one of the new uh, Golden Nugget cans. It's not new; it's they've been destroying that for probably a month now. Um, 
But uh, TG is pretty much the distro that I get here, and uh, and I love it. You know, I actually this is probably the first TG I've had in quite some time because I keep sending it out to everybody. Um, I have it so much, and I you know go there quite a bit that you know I'm, I'm more than happy to send whatever I have to people and go to the store and buy it for people because they can't get it or they want it. So uh, yeah, Carton, you know. Carton's one of those ones that I love getting. You know, the, I can't remember. It was a coffee. I think it's a coffee IPA they do. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but that that was phenomenal. Oh, you're talking about regular coffee, the cream ale, the coffee cream yeah. ale. Yeah. Yeah, we had. I think me and Joey had one on, on the podcast a couple podcasts right. back. That's right. So um, unfortunately, we don't have the new members. Um, you know, count for today. Joey was busy. He's he's slammed with work, and he's got you know, he's got things going on, which is good for him. You know, so we weren't able to get the the new member count. Um, I could have messaged an admin, but uh, slipped my mind. It got busy as well. But we've had a very good episode. Is there anything you guys want to share before we uh, we 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 cut it out? A hot dog is a sandwich. I was gonna I was gonna ask Doctor Love too. I was gonna ask. I think we've asked him already. Oh, we have. Yes, it's it's, it's right. meat on a split roll. It's a sandwich. Thank you. It's meat. It's meat in between bread. It's a sandwich. Thank you guys. See, this is just redemption <laughs> right here. I wish yeah, Butler I and Joey were on the on the on the cast to uh, exactly to hear disagree. It, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they'll listen. We always have that one that you know disagrees. Three, three out of four. I think you're 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 the underdog here, Steve. Well, anyway, guys, check out the new logo. Tell us what you think. Um, hit us up on our Facebook page. Um, you know, big things happening with the uh, podcast. We're we're going to interview another brewery local to me um, next week. Um, we, we do have a brewers list uh, from Drama Free and as well as from our local, you know, breweries. So I'm going to have a brewery on locally from, <clears throat> from local to me next week. Um, I think I'll be on site with the owners um, talking and drinking some of their beer in, in the office. And, uh, you know, we, we got some exciting things. We got a really big surprise uh, coming up soon-ish. I'm not going to ruin the surprise, but we have a really big brewer soon uh, to that we're going to interview. And, we got big things coming, so keep up with the content suggestions. We appreciate that. Without you guys, we couldn't, we wouldn't have a show. It'd just be me, Steve, Chris, and Joey, just arguing with each other about nothing. So yeah, it's good to have week. a topic. Yeah, and drinking every week, which we do anyway. But it's it's good to have topics to argue about. Um, we enjoy you guys calling in and uh, interacting with us. Be more active on you know the Facebook our drama free podcast page. Um, we certainly appreciate that. And um, shout out again to CJ Weatherford for our new logo. It's beautiful. Um, we love it. Thank you very much. Prepare your porch. In- incoming fire is coming. And uh, any last words, guys? Andrew? No, uh, I got nothing here. Uh, every every drama free member down here uh, for Tampa Bay Beer Week. Uh, I hope everybody has a great time. Finish up the weekend. Uh, get home. Back to love. Uh, I got bombed with a random box from uh, from the Michigan area uh, like a couple weeks ago. Still don't know who it is, so uh, I'm offering a porch bomb for leads on that. So, yeah, if you know who bombed <laughs> it. <laughs> I know who bombed so, you, but I'm, I'm not going to take I'm, a porch I'm, bomb, and I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Damn. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Um, no, thanks thanks to Andrew and Ryan for joining. Uh, Andrew, enjoy the rest of Tampa Bay Beer Week. Go get some sleep because uh, two hours a night when you got two big festivals coming up, you better uh, you better buck up. Uh, Dr. Love, I hope you find who bombed you and bombed them back. Uh, Chad, good job. Tonight was fun, and uh, yeah, I'm out. I'm most likely out of next week's cast because I will be up in Vermont, and it's possible I could call in for a segment, but I don't. Uh, I don't want to make any promises. I'm in the motherland. I'm going to enjoy my vacation. I'm going to be snowboarding. I'm going to 
Equilibrium, Plan B, uh, Foam, Zero Gravity, Hill Farmstead, Alchemist, Hudson Valley, Suarez. Those are all in my plans for the next week. So it's going to be a big, big week for me. Um, yeah, you know. And I'm going to meet up with some drama-free members too, actually. Uh, two guys, I think John LaPointe and Miguel Hamiltonshire both said, hey, when you're up there, come meet up. So hoping to meet up with them either at Hill Farmstead or maybe at a bar in Stowe for a beer or something. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. So you guys do your thing, and I'm going to do my thing. That's how, we're, that's how we do it. Sounds good. Your presence will be missed for sure, Steve, but we know you'll be having a good time. We look forward to when you come back um, and sharing your uh, your endeavors with us and your stories. Um, you know, in the words of Joey, I'm just going to leave it with this. Be well, friends. Drama free. We're out. Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama.